I'm John. I'm Kevin. This is Brandon, and you're listening to The Sports Project. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, got Brandon back in, figured it out, so he's back in the podcast. We're ready to do this. Um, so next thing we're going to talk about is just briefly is the XFL, but um, before we talk about the XFL, like we said, we're, we're – we're doing this while we're watching the UFC day. They pretty much seems like the only sports that's really going on. Um, I can't see exactly what fight we got going on right now because it's on a commercial. But um, the Izzy fight was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Israel Adesanya, Adesanya, and Kelvin Gastelum. So um, it's been a good fight. Uh, a lot of haymakers. Um, a lot of a lot of, a lot kicks. of yeah. Oh yeah, there was a, a big old head kick I saw earlier in the uh, earlier in the match. Huh. Izzy has uh, bricks for feet, guys. He uh, he hit him with a rib shot about two minutes ago, and they had the slow motion, and you could just see the ripples all the way down to his toes. I mean, it, it, it hurt every single bone in his body. He he felt that in his soul. Oh yeah, definitely. He he might have lost a little bit of his soul on that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been a good day of fights. Got a lot of, a lot of good fights on. Had the had the Matt had the Nate Diaz and the and the Conor McGregor fight. It's um, just so to feel like we have some normal sports again. I think the UFC really killed it with this one. Yeah. Having UFC day, putting on all of these great past fights. I mean. This is the first time, you know, again in like two weeks that we've had something uh, of a normal Saturday for sports. And I, I think the UFC really killed it on this. Bravos and kudos to them. Um, I, I think they're giving America what, what, what it needs right now. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think having this all day kind of going is, is giving people just kind of a sigh of relief. Like, all right, hey, like even if we've seen them before, like we can just relive the moments and. I know a bunch of sports have done that, like NFL, NBA. I've kind of given people the passes. Um, I know NASCAR is doing a, a couple old races from different series throughout the weekend. It's just nice to be able to see something, even if it is from a gentleman. Ago. Gentlemen, Brandon, sorry to cut you off, man. I just saw the commercial for tomorrow, guys. Everybody listen up. This will be Sunday, March 22nd. It is going to be an ESPN 8, the Ocho Takeover. <laughs> they are having hatchet throwing. They have they have cornhole. They have the, uh, the big inflatable ball suits and guys running at each other. Dodgeball, of course. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, uh, I look for that. Oh, that's going to be great. All right. Everybody, make sure you check out the Ocho tomorrow. I'm all about it. Um, so, continuing on with our topics for today, um, like, like we said, we, we really did a lot on the free agency because there's just not a lot to talk about outside of all those free agency moves. So, we said, let's just do a big old podcast where we talk all about the free agency and we talk all about what's going on outside of that. But like I said, ain't much going on outside of that. But we are going to touch on a couple things. Um, the XFL, of course, they announced the cancellation of the rest of the season. Um, of course, that was expected. Um, you know, everybody's been doing it. Um, it's unfortunate, but it's happening. So um, we'll deal with it. And, you know, like we, we like we just were talking about, you know, things like UFC Day and ESPN 8 Dio show coming on and, and – Doing something, you know, giving us something to watch. I mean, hell, at this point, I'm watching the marble races on Facebook where people are 
sending marbles down these big hills just to see which marble goes <laughs> first. Man, I'm seeing people freak out watching these things, man. It's it's hilarious. Um, people, what people will do for sports, you know. That's awesome. Um, other than that, though, from the XFL, there was also uh, P.J. Walker, a quarterback for the Houston Roughnecks. Um, a lot of teams apparently are interested in signing this man. Um, let me see who it was. I know one of the teams was um, was the Seattle Seahawks were interested in it, um, which kind of surprised me a little bit because I was like, they've got Russell Wilson up there. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, apparently a couple teams are interested in P.J. Walker. So, um, I mean, do you guys think that he'll make the transition to the NFL? I know that the XFL just actually opened up the ability for XFL players to sign with the NFL. So, is somebody going to sign him? They very well may. Yeah, I think – You know, oh, what were you saying? No, go ahead, Brent. They very well may. Um, I mean, seeing the transition from the XFL to the NFL would be super interesting. And it might kind of serve as a gateway for players, uh, quarterbacks like Tyler Heineke, who played in the NFL for a bit, didn't really get that, you know, that position to get signed. But once the XFL, it might kind of be like, a, kind of like you know, you see other sports, NBA and the minor leagues, like, you know, it's still close to the same caliber possibly, but it might just kind of be a bridge that kind of helps them hone their skills a little bit to come back up. And I think, I think he's certainly talented enough to get signed in the NFL. And I would say he's going to get signed before the new, uh, in the, before the beginning of the season, for sure. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to uh, be in the NFL somewhere. Somebody had to be the first one, kind of set the road and pave it and, and show the way. Um, an outstanding couple of games in the XFL. Again, it, it did get cut short. They, they announced this week that they are canceling and it will be done until next year, which I heard the last podcast. I was a huge fan of the XFL. I loved what they were doing um, with PJ Walker. It looks like the Seahawks, the Cardinals and the Broncos have all reached out to express interest in PJ Walker. So three teams that I, I think is really interesting. I think they're definitely bringing him in to be a backup somewhere. Uh, I know you mentioned they had Russell Wilson up in Seattle. I don't think Russell's job is in any way, shape or form in danger. Um, especially the Cardinals also have Kyler Murray. I don't think they're looking to move on from him anytime soon. Broncos is an interesting team. Again, I just don't know that he's going to be that starting NFL quarterback. I think if whoever brings him on is going to want to bring him in for that fire, that competition, and probably end up being number two. Yeah, uh, yeah so – I, I I figured, you know, he obviously – I mean, he wasn't going to come in and start. But, I mean, there are a couple teams that, I mean, maybe could. Um, but, again, I doubt it. But, I mean, he's got some good stats. I mean, he was 119 for 184. He's got a 65% completion rating. Um, threw for 13 – just over 1,300 yards and 15 touchdowns and four INTs. So, um, you know, he's got – He's got good stats. Again, this is in the XFL. But nonetheless, I mean, it's not like you say, oh, well, this quarter, you know, Joe Burrow's got these crazy stats. Oh, well, he's in college. Like, well, yeah, he's got to go to the NFL. Like, you just got to test it. So, um, it should be interesting. And I think I think some of these players, sometimes that is all they need is, is a little experience to players who have played in the NFL and who know the speed and play at that speed. Um, so, I mean, P.J. Walker, we could see in the NFL, and we could see him maybe maybe throw the ball around a little bit. That'd be cool. Absolutely. <laughs> um, 
So other than the XFL, there was a little bit on the um, NCAA men's I did want to talk about. Um, oh, yeah. From, from Georgia. Um, Anthony Edwards declares for the NBA draft, unfortunately. Um, because I thought you were bringing up good news. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, they, he unfortunately declares for the draft, so we won't be seeing him anymore in the red and black, but that's okay. He's a, he's a good player. He's going to go on and do some great things in the uh, NBA. Um, also, just to make everybody a little sadder, uh, we would currently be pretty much in the prime of March Madness right now. Um, we would not be watching UFC Day. We would be watching March Madness. Um, so that, uh, that really sucks. But, um, but we do have a little March Madness hope. Well, or something to cheer about. Um, there were some March Madness predictors that uh, predicted some stuff. So, Kevin, why don't, you, why don't you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, so there was an article on ESPN where they actually ran the March Madness simulation. I'm sure a bunch of you guys have, have seen this and been reading over it and debating about it just like I have and, and the boys here. Uh they, they basically just ran their simulation. So, again, you know, starting out, they had Kansas at an 18% chance to win, Duke at 17, Gonzaga at 15, and Michigan State at 10. Um, just a little spoiler alert, none of them made it to the Final Four. <laughs> so, it's um, it, it, it's funny how these simulations always work out. You know, they always do these things for, for the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals always doing these different types of simulations, going through the actual matchups. I got to tell you guys, I'm a little disappointed. It seems like we would have had a really good tournament here. There was a lot of really, really good basketball teams this year, and unfortunately we're just not going to be able to see what they can do. Um, You know, in the first round in the West region, they had Gonzaga going against LSU. So I know Gonzaga is Gonzaga, and they're always there. Again, they uh, ESPN had them at a 15% chance to win. Um, going up against LSU, well, I who I've seen a little bit more this year, LSU is a really talented team. They got a lot of studs on their team, and they are ballers. So it was really interesting just kind of go through their breakdown of who made it where and what was really going to happen. The Elite Eight, just for everybody out there, they had Wisconsin, Duke, Maryland, West Virginia, BYU, Yale, who I'm assuming was going to be our Cinderella team, Uh, and and Ohio State. So, again, they're saying the reason they picked BYU over Yale, and again, listen to me, (laughs) BYU, Yale. Two non-basketball school teams making it into the lead eight. They said in this final game, the Bulldogs' run is finally over. They were a great Cinderella story. They took down some Goliaths, but ultimately it was an underrated number six seed. They got the best of them. So that's what ESPN thinks would have happened in, in March Madness. Again, they did have in the final four. Anybody want to take some guesses on the final four who they had? I'm going to go – well, hold on. Give me give me the Elite Eight again. So the Elite Eight, they had Wisconsin playing Duke, Maryland playing West Virginia, BYU playing Yale, and Virginia playing Ohio State. So between Wisconsin and Duke, who are you picking? 
Okay, so Wisconsin and Duke. I mean, I'm going to take Duke. Yeah, I'm going to take Duke 100%. Yeah, well, they had Wisconsin at ranked at number four, Duke at number three, and definitely Wisconsin taking that one home. Oh. It definitely puts out here. They're knocking down the threes. Again, the Badgers were one of the top three-point shooting teams in the country. They do say it would have been an incredibly close game with Coach K and Trey Jones from the from Duke, but just barely the Wisconsin Badgers knocking out the Duke Blue Devils. Next, okay. we got Maryland, number four, and West Virginia, number seven. I'm taking uh... – I'm taking West Virginia. Who was it again? I'm sorry. Say it one more time. Maryland and West Virginia. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, West Virginia. Dang, boys, we are not off to a hot start. They got Maryland. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) I tried to – well, I was going off of their Wisconsin Duke, so I was like, well, maybe they're just over here picking up upsets. So, and again, their reasoning for, for this matchup and this win, the mighty Big Ten is now 2-2 two and two in the Elite Eight. It's a guaranteed rep in the national championship game. Oh, my God. They did not think that West Virginia's defense could keep up with Maryland's offense. I know we touched on it a little bit earlier. Maryland's got some studs. I know they can play. That would have been my favorite going into the tournament. Um, and they have it. the Terps winning by 10 in the Elite Eight. Next, we have our Who Care game, and it's uh, number six, BYU, and number 12, Yale. Well, obviously, BYU. Yeah. Well, are you sure? I don't know. Those Yale boys seem to be able to work it out all the time. Well, they picked BYU to win it. Now you're right. They did pick BYU on this. (laughs) So, yeah, definitely uh, BYU going over the Yale Bulldogs. Um, they ESPN has Yale projected to be their Cinderella this year. Um, this is why I think everybody loves March Madness. You've always got that one team that's just not expected to be there, and they just won't go away. And it seems like it would have been Yale this year. I don't know. I haven't watched a whole lot of Yale, to be honest. Quite frankly, I'm surprised BYU's even in the conversation right now. So uh, maybe I'm a little out of my element on this, but This is what the uh, simulation has given us, so we shall talk about it. (laughs) And our last Elite Eight game, we got number six, Virginia, and number five, Ohio State. Who are we taking? Ohio State. So so real quick before I answer, so on the the whole BYU-Yale thing, um, it – I, I know you said like like you're saying like the the Cinderella story. So there was actually um, a post that ESPN ESPN or somebody made on Instagram or whatever, um, and it was like to vote on your favorite Cinderella stories. And it was it was really cool to see those teams again because I haven't really thought about them obviously, and to remember all those teams and their Cinderella stories that they went on like Florida Gulf Coast and um, Butler. Um, yeah, Butler. Um, when they it, it was Butler that won the national title, wasn't it? As a number ten. Yep. Yeah, that was nice. So it was it was cool seeing that. Um, but yeah, I, on that I'm gonna I'm gonna take Ohio State on that one as well. All right, and uh, you'd be wrong again. Hell yeah. So they got Virginia. We, we got the we got the we got the one that we knew correct. Awesome. There you go. Well, I mean, we're on a roll, guys. We just got to keep working at it a little bit. So, (laughs) 
it turns out that your final four is Wisconsin, Maryland, BYU, and Virginia. Um, in the simulation, they got Wisconsin over Maryland, BYU over Virginia. So we got Wisconsin and BYU for the Natty. Who are we taking? Who do you got? I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have taken – I definitely wouldn't have taken BYU in that situation. But, I mean, obviously knowing that they did give it to them. Um, but it's, it's really surprising that BYU in, I, ended up being the winner. I mean, the fact that the, the predictor picked a Cinderella story to win the whole thing is pretty surprising. Well, they actually picked Wisconsin to win the whole thing. Oh, I thought, you um, said, I thought we said that. I thought you said they picked BYU to win it. No, they picked uh, BYU to win over Virginia in the oh, final. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah Wisconsin totally makes sense. So if, they if had Wisconsin is. over BYU, um, which is is pretty interesting. Again, the Badgers going into this simulation have less than a one percent chance to pull off this entering the tournament, it, which is pretty pretty low odds again BYU had less than a point zero 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 six chance to even be in the national championship but what does it really matter we can throw all of it out the door because I am declaring the Wisconsin Badgers the 2020 March Madness champions let's give it up boys (laughs) (laughs) well I mean it may be the only way to decide if UCF can do it, I can do it, all right? I got more damn credentials than they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, UCF with their national title. Um, so, uh, watching this fight, I'm pretty sure they're about to go to, to, to a decision. I, uh, I didn't see the very end of it, but I'm pretty sure they're about to go to a decision. So, I'm interested to see. Golly. Woo. Yep, Israel is throwing some shots. With 10 seconds left in the fifth round of the championship fight, he throws a side punch that just completely knocked off his jaw, and he hit the mat hard. I mean, that was with 10 seconds left. I Again, I don't remember this fight originally. I'm going to say that Izzy won it just, just looking at what I just saw. I was going to say, the, the fight that I saw, it looked like Israel was really throwing some major haymakers out there. Gaslam just looks completely winded right now. Izzy's jumping around. He's the man. Yeah, we'll wait for the decision, but I'm pretty sure Izzy's going to take this one home. I mean, what a great fight, though. It was it was an awesome fight. Israel. Israel, winner by unanimous decision. That was a good fight. Boy, they were throwing they, – they were eating some punches. Dang. Nice. So what's on the schedule next? I think I, I think they've got, what, like two or three more fights left to go? They do have a couple. I think this goes till 11 o'clock tonight. Yeah, they've got, uh, they've got so Khabib and McGregor yep. and then Masvidal and Diaz. Which is going to be awesome. So let's not yeah. forget this Khabib-McGregor match. This was an awesome first fight between them. This is what kind of set – the standard for hate in the UFC. I mean, Khabib yep. and McGregor absolutely hate each other. And I realize that all of these guys are warriors. They're all tough alpha males, but you know what? These two individuals absolutely hate each other. And if they could, they would be ripping off each other's heads. So, <laughs> you know, the, I, I think the ring and their padded uh, gloves 
is just a minor little thing for him because these guys would literally kill each other if they could. They absolutely hate each other. I do not think this is a sportsmanship kind of thing. They hate each other. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember this fight. It was, it was a great one. I'm excited to watch it again. Well, and later tonight, just so you guys know, from 8 to 11, it's going to be UFC 244. It looks like they're going to play the entire card, which is the Masvidal and Diaz fight for the baddest motherfucker belt. The baddest motherfucker. And I got to tell you guys, I watched this one live. This was a great, fantastic fight. You know, street Jesus, Masvidal, he is the (laughs) absolute man. I don't have anything else to say about him. He is the man. And I don't know if you guys keep up with any UFC, but lately, these past couple of weeks, he has been in the headline. He talks so much trash. And you know what? I absolutely love it. Yeah. Looking forward to this one and looking forward to uh, to the baddest motherfucker one. So, um, don't got much else. Um as far as sports, man, it's real unfortunate. There's not a lot to talk about. Um, of course, we've we, I this was posted on Instagram and Twitter, but um, the 146 Kentucky Derby postponed. So I mean, we can't even watch horse racing anymore. Um, yeah, I was uh, that, that really. I just didn't even think about it. it. Caught me off guard. I was super surprised when I saw the Kentucky Derby was was you know postponed too. Yeah, I thought they might race in front of no fans, you know, because yeah. at least it's still allowed the, the gambling aspect of it. But, no, they uh, they postponed the whole thing. So, Well, that's what they're doing with, uh, with WrestleMania. It's going to be in front of no fans. Yeah. Oh, so they're still on for it, just no fans. Yeah, so WrestleMania, I mean, the uh, it's going to be hosted by Grok this year. So he's uh, officially signed a contract with the WWE. So we'll see how that goes. But he's going to be a host of WrestleMania. It's going to be a two-night event. You know, stretch it over two nights and have a have a you know the same amount of matches, but I think they'll probably add a couple of different dynamics throughout just into the WWE Performance Center. Um, it's also going to be interesting. so it's going to be streamed, right? I mean, that is that kind of what they're moving to. The, no, no fans, so everything's going to be streamed. Yeah. So what the plan is, from at least what like, kind of like the score sheets are saying, they're going to pre-tape it at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando probably next week, and then they're going to just kind of piece it together and then put it on the WWE network before on WrestleMania on that uh, kind of Saturday, Sunday timeframe. It's going to be interesting to see how they make the matchups, whether they're going to include any NXT wrestlers in it and kind of exactly what's going to happen. But I think it'll be fun. And I think it's still good that pending no wrestlers come over coronavirus. So that'll probably change the entire dynamic um, of, of how that happens and how it works. The biggest stage of them at all for wrestling in front of no fans, kind of like playing the Super Bowl. In front of no fans, how you know? Curious how that's going to work out. Well, you know, if uh, when they when they do it, you know, we'll be there. We'll um, well, we won't be there, but we'll be watching it, and we'll we'll do us a podcast on it, and and that's what that's what the plan is. Is when we get major events, is we're going to do podcasts on them, and and we'll hopefully one day we'll be able to actually do a live podcast where we can go out to the event or at least at least watch the event live and on TV and, and be able to do our podcast and you guys can tune in and, and watch, watch us talk and, and watch the games and or fights or whatever it is that's going on. So, um, so, you know, we'll be there when WrestleMania does happen. Um, but I, I don't have anything else 
as far as sports to talk about, unfortunately, no coronavirus updates really because uh, all the sports are pretty much canceled at this point. So um, if you guys got anything else you want to talk about, anything, any other little topics you guys found that you guys want to talk about, please bring them up. So, uh, so NASCAR um, just talked about not they're, uh, they're delaying it a bit, but they have a bunch of, of stars. Um, like Dell Jr. is a big one that's on uh, iRacing. You can watch it online. They're just doing some PC simulator games, so it's kind of fun. I've tuned in a little bit and just kind of watched how they've done it in the past. And it's just fun to see, kind of like we talked about last week, with, you know, just playing NBA Live or 2K for, for the teams. Just something different to kind of tune in if you're into that kind of thing. That's cool. That's cool that they've got that. I mean, I know – now they've – They've canceled their events, right, NASCAR? Yeah, I think they've canceled – I don't think they've canceled the entire season exactly because it just started in February. I know they've canceled the upcoming few races. Okay. All right, well, uh, Kevin, you got anything else? Um, just wanted to touch on – heard back from the uh, Summer Olympics. Been kind of keeping a little track on this because definitely looking forward to the Olympics every couple of years. Um, but it says organizers of the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo, um, they are concerned that the outbreak will have an effect in the status of the games. It does say, though, that they've given themselves until uh, late May to make the decision. So, again, you still have about two months before an official decision must be made. So, we'll see where it goes from there. Um, I, I really hope the Summer Olympics won. There's a lot of great events going on this year, this year. so I'd, I'd really like to see those. And again, I, I think that's something that the entire world can use after going through this together. And and, and again, bringing the whole world back together through the through the Olympics, I think is going to be a good thing for everybody. Um, and the only other thing I got, golf has started to make some changes to their schedule. Um, it does look like we will have our majors going on later in the year. These are nothing official, but potential schedules moving forward. Mid-July is probably going to be like the Open Championship. And then going through July, August, September, finishing out Masters in October, which down here in Augusta, Georgia, uh, October would be an awesome time to have some golf down here. But yeah, it would be. Like, at least some of the organizations and leagues across the world are always keeping up to date on what's going on and trying to make this possible to get us back to a normal, you know, sports world that we're all used to having. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully soon we'll get, we'll get more sports back and hopefully the world can get this outbreak under control and uh and we can get back to regular life and get back to sports because that's what this dang podcast was invented for and yeah here we are talking about whatever we can find really simulations yeah simulations yeah talking about simulations of march madness and we're on we're sitting here on march what 20th right now isn't it oh 21st sorry so we're sitting on march 21st the prime time of march madness talking about simulations of march madness so real sad time but, yeah, just um, sad. I'm ready for uh, sports to be back. I need to fill my weekends up with something besides just sitting around all day. Yeah. 
Um, so before we sign off, let you guys know we'll be dropping. So we'll, this, this, you guys will hear this podcast very soon. Um, right now it's only seven o'clock where we're at. So um, you guys will be hearing this podcast very soon, and then we will be dropping another podcast um, either tonight or tomorrow. It'll be all about the free agency that we talked about earlier. Um, it'll be all about that and um, all the moves that got made. So you guys will hear that a little bit later, but this one will be coming on very soon. Ooh, hey, uh, speaking of, we're actually about to watch the part where Conor McGregor is about to throw a chair through <laughs> what's-his-name's bus. Oh, I, I told you, it's interesting. Oh, yeah, here he is. Get him, McGregor. Oh, old number 12. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, again, guys, follow us on Instagram. we got a page on Facebook. We've got a Twitter page. Um, you guys can comment. Anything we post, you guys comment. Leave your opinions. Leave questions that you guys have. We will, um, we will try to bring up as much of it as we can during the next podcast. So leave your comments. Leave whatever you guys got. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys later. I'm John. That's Kevin. That's Brandon. And you just listen to... Sports Project.